Drive Time Radio with New York Vinny. Well, a very good Saturday morning to you. Just after uh, 8 o'clock here in the city of Seattle, it is Drive Time Radio. New York Vinny, your congenial host here with you as we have met every morning at this time for the past year. That's right. This is the year anniversary of Drive Time. And um, boy, what a ride it has been over the past uh, 365 or so days uh, that we have been meeting here every Saturday morning at this same time. Uh, you think about, uh, I remember sitting down at the uh, at the desk in Pittsburgh. I mean, the first, um, let's see, uh, November, December, January, we did the show uh, back in uh, out of Pittsburgh and broadcasted here to Seattle because I was so anxious to get on the air with my friends in Seattle. And we, uh, so we, we, we did the show. We didn't, I didn't want to wait to get out here. I wanted to start the show while I was still back there, getting everything ready to come out here. We did that, and the response has been uh, very nice. Uh, very nice to see old faces, to run into people who listen to the show either here on KKNW or online. And um, we have endured a lot together this year. And and I do want to say one thing uh, before we get into our our regularly scheduled show and everything, and that is that um, w- w- without you and without this show and without um, a, a whole lot of people that you don't know about and have never met helping me out with this show and getting it on the air, uh, I think I would have gone plumb crazy over the last year. Not being able to be at least a small one-hour part of your life and hopefully uh, being able to bring you some entertainment, some joy, uh, some uh, cause to think about things in a different way around uh, automobiles is, uh, is what we try to do here every week. We try to entertain you. We try to make you laugh a little bit. I try to laugh at myself. I try to laugh at Nathan. Nathan laughs at me, although he never tells me he does. I know he's back there in the studio rolling around on the floor with some of the stuff I do, uh, especially when it comes to like two minutes before showtime and I'm scrambling because I'm, you know, scatterbrained and Nathan's like the coolest guy in the world. He's got everything under control, thank God. And, of course, uh, before him, Mike, who who was the original uh, producer of this show, and um, also uh, worked with a cool, calm, collected head, which is what I need uh, because I'm, you know, I get upset. I get like a little, uh, a little run around here, a little run around there. So, uh, thank you to them. Thank you to uh, to Dan and the staff, everybody at the KKNW for uh, really doing a wonderful job of keep, you know, helping me keep the show on the air. There's been some, you know, lean times here this past year. As uh, as for all of us, not just for me. Listen, I mean, uh, the whole world is in a lean phase right now, and it has just been a spectacular the way uh, that they have helped me out, and the way that uh, people have have responded uh, to the show. It's uh, something I'll never forget, and something that, again, you don't see it because you know you. Jump here on Saturday morning, you turn on the radio, you expect me to be there, and I expect to be there. But there's a lot of stuff that goes on into keeping that all happening. Uh, To my friends also back who watch us now on Facebook Live, uh, a lot of my friends back in New York and back in Pittsburgh uh, who listen online or get us uh, on Facebook Live. I know Lee Heckman, uh, George Jackson, uh, Al, um, and, uh, you know, the boys at the coffee shop which, when I was in Pittsburgh, and we did this show on Saturday morning in Pittsburgh, were my, um, I don't know, I was just looking at a picture of everybody the other day. It was kind of my, my focus group. Uh, I called it my uh, board of approval. Because if they didn't like a car, 
Uh, we went over it a second time with a scrub brush or a, a tooth, fine tooth comb to try to figure out uh, what they didn't like and why they didn't like it because this was a bunch of average guys who were most likely to go out and buy a car. And I know that at least one of them, a couple of them, uh, went out and bought cars uh, that they saw me drive up to the, uh, to the coffee shop on Beverly Road with the coffee tree. Uh, before the pandemic, that was where we would all get together every morning and talk about cars and, and so on and so forth. And um, uh, it was a real pleasure uh, for me to be associated with those guys. It really, uh, you know, everybody should have a group of, of people like that uh, in their lives that they get to know and that they get to uh, to bounce ideas off and to just be friends with. It's an incredible thing. Sorry, my throat is uh, sore. I had two teeth pulled again this week. I think there's a mission among dentists here in Seattle to take every tooth out of my mouth. I think it's the only way to think they can shut me up. But two of them out again this week, and then it's going to be time for uh, implants or dentures or something. I don't know. Anyway, uh, I also want to uh, acknowledge um, uh, my friends at, uh, at the two main PR companies uh, that uh, service automotive journalists in this area. Uh, that is uh, Drive Shop and Page One. Uh, without we wouldn't have a, without them we wouldn't have a show. It's that plain and simple. We 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 might have a show, but uh, the cars and everything that uh, we get to drive and talk about and entertain you with and advise you on uh, come from their um, a, a ability to uh, get us the cars and their ability to put us. And I especially want to say a, a hello uh, this morning. I don't know if he's listening or not. I hope he isn't. I hope he's in bed resting. Uh, but my good friend Robert Brooks uh, from Page One, uh, a very special hello to you this morning, Robert. Uh, one of the nicest people you ever want to meet. Uh, got sick over the past week and had to get rushed to the hospital. And we, um, we wish nothing but the best for Robert that he recovers and listens to his doctors, and gets back uh, to page one as quickly as possible. So uh, to Robert, uh, get well soon, buddy. We, uh, we miss you. Uh, we missed you when we uh, handed off the Corvette earlier uh, this week. Um, as far as uh, everything else, it's rosy. We still don't know who the president is, but uh, we're, we're still going gonna to wait on that. Uh, but we do know that over the past week, we had a 2021 Corvette and that we got a chance to drive that car and to run that car and to have fun with that car. And uh, I, I'll do my report, my, my review of the car uh, a little later in the show. Uh, but the, car, the show will center today around the Corvette. If you know me, you know I'm a Corvette guy. I've loved that car since I was a little kid, ever since I sat in one back in 1964 in my father's gas station. Uh, boom, I was hooked. Um, Antoinette Oliveira got me hooked on girls because she was this pretty little blonde girl that I had a crush on in ninth, uh, in uh, when I was nine years old. It was my first crush. And she just got me hooked on, on on women and girls and being a gentleman and so on and so forth. And Patty Gallo's Corvette got me hooked on Corvettes uh, to the point where really you can come up with almost anything else. And I'll like it and I'll appreciate it as a car. But for me, it's the Corvette. It is, uh, there's something about that car. There's a... Uh, uh, there's a feeling you get when you drive one, a feeling you get when you're in one, a feeling you get when you run your hand along the lines of the car. It is, um, it's everything good about America wrapped up in fiberglass and nowadays carbon fiber and a whole bunch of other stuff. But when I was coming up, it was fiberglass laid on a metal frame. Everything good about what we can achieve 
as a country, everything good about what the automotive sector can achieve, everything good about, uh, about dreams, about wanting to attain something, is all contained in the fiberglass body of a Corvette. So what I wanted to do this morning is do something a little bit different. We'll get to the, uh, to the review of the Corvette, as I said a little bit later in the show. We also have a Corvette cartoon, Saturday morning cartoon for you. That'll get you going. But I, I, I've been toying with this idea for a while, and I thought I would check it out in the Corvette. It may not be perfect, uh, but I wanted to try on the radio to give you a sense of of how the Corvette drives. The only way to really do that is to do is to take you for riding it. So uh, here is a uh, here is uh, something that we're going to try for the first time, and hopefully it's going to uh, work out all right. Uh, but this is um, me taking you for a ride via radio. And we'll put some, uh, I'm going to try to put some video up here as well uh, from my phone. Uh, me taking you for a ride in a 2021 Corvette Stingray. Well, good morning. Just about uh, the end of the morning into the afternoon. And I am with you because I am taking my last ride in this 2021 Corvette before I take it back or uh, they come and get it actually and it gets returned to another uh, press person but I thought that uh, I would take you for a quick little short ride uh, with me in this car. I am at uh, the Edmunds Outlook here where you can look out upon Puget Sound and you see there, the ferry terminal is right there. I show you um, many sunsets from here. And um, it's one of the spectacular places. If you look down that way, you can see railroad tracks come up under here and the trains go by. So it's kind of a unique transportation mecca in some ways because it, uh, you know, it kind of... Uh, you know, it kind of, um, okay, it kind of gets you, you know, you get the train, you got the cars, you got the ferry, you got the highway, and then you have downtown Edmonds just a couple of blocks back there. So, I thought I would give you this quick, uh, little, uh, tour of the car. Uh, we've got it started already. Sounds great, man. I tell you what, you want to talk about a car that gets you going, uh, it is uh, the 2021 Corvette. There's a sound, there's a feeling as you're sitting in this car that is uh, spectacular. Let me give you a quick look. Now, I don't know if I can do it here, but yes, I can. This is looking outside, and let's come into... Interesting in the rearview mirror is that you have... A, um, uh, the rear view mirror is actually a camera that's mounted on the top of the uh, hatch in the back that covers the engine and the rear compartment and through that camera uh, you can use that as far as looking behind you now you can also switch it and then you're in the, and then you have the mirror but uh, in this particular car the mirror is fairly useless so that's why they have the camera in there. You go back to the camera, you put it there. It's uh, that easy peasy. And um, it takes care of business there. So quickly around here, we'll uh, take you through the dashboard. This is behind the seat. You see, uh, we have it right now in uh, touring mode. A huge screen. And at a flick of a switch here, you switch it over to sport mode, 
which changes the sound of the engine. And also the demeanor of the car. Uh, it becomes a lot, uh, the suspension becomes a lot more stiff. Uh, the engine becomes uh, uh, much more uh, tuned to uh, a power mode as opposed to a cruising mode. And interestingly, in this car, when you have it in uh, in the, in the uh, uh, tour mode, uh, as you're going along on the highway, if you're doing like a cruise like I did back from uh, Coeur d'Alene, it, um, it actually drops the cylinders down from 8, Till four to four, and that of course reduces uh, the amount of gas you use. So uh, it's also economical. I think we uh, got 27 miles a gallon driving back from uh, from Coeur d'Alene. Now we just go along. Here's something interesting too. I wanted to show you real quickly. You go to home. Got a Wi-Fi hotspot, but you go to Marketplace here, and look at that. Order food. Now, here's the problem I have with this. That's, listen, it's a great idea. Old car makers are going to have it, believe you me. Let me tell you something. I'm not against it, but if I'm driving this car, okay, and I got to order food button in this car, and I can hit Domino's and have a pizza pie sitting at my door when I get there, you know, the contactless delivery, right? Very easy. Or if I can hit this button and get IHOP to deliver me pancakes with whipped cream on them when, um, you know, when I'm uh, on my way out the door in the morning so I can get to work and get to the office and do that. You know what? I'm not going to fit in this car. If I can do that, I'm going to have to have figure out how to get this option out of here if I ever buy one of these. Because, my lord, it's funny, you laugh, but, um, you know, I mean, it's one of the problems you're going to have. So, you, But this is really cool because you go to Fuel Up, and it shows you, you can uh, go to Chevron, ExxonMobil, Shell, you hit the button, and it will... Um, it will show you where the nearest station is. You can actually even prepay on... Uh, I didn't sign into the marketplace, but you can actually prepay uh, to do that. You go back to marketplace, you go to shop, and you got Sirius XM. You can listen free out the car. There's a million different things uh, that you can do. So, the only way you can shop when I got my had my first Corvette, which was a 64 white convertible Stingray, is that you had to pull up to the drive-in. And you went up to the, uh, and you didn't even have a drive-up window. You went to the drive-in, some woman, usually uh, sometimes on roller skates, came out and said, hey, what would you like? And they put the, the you know, usually it was White Castle, right? And you put the uh, hamburgers, the belly bombs and the thing on the tray, they stuck it on the window, you sat there and you ate. All right, another quick thing here, you can see, um, just the interior quality. This car is put together in a, in a spectacular way. Uh, the fit, the finish, everything lines up beautiful as it should uh, on a car like this. Um, you go around the corner here. I love the color, the way they have the, uh, the saddle and the black working against each other with the stitching. A Bose Performance Series uh, speaker with the radio, and down there you see the button to get out of the car. There's no door, traditional door, pull door handle. You have to push that button, and it gets you out of the car. And then I'm going to flip you around here for a second and show you my pretty face <laughs> and also uh, the seats. And um, spectacularly bolstered seats. Uh, quite adjustable, uh, you know, probably not as adjustable as a Mercedes, but this isn't a Mercedes, this is a sports car, you know, uh, you don't have the, um, the seats bolster well, they're supported extremely comfortable, I mean, again, I, you know, I drove the car, uh, the quarter lane and back in Spokane, and um, never got tired in the car, never felt, you know, like you get the leg shake after a while didn't happen in this car and then back there 
you can see the engine under glass. There you have it. That is the uh, that is the beauty. That is the, the the 490 horsepower power plant that runs this thing, and it runs it fine, beautifully. It really um, is spectacular. And um, it's just the kind of car that uh, the kids dream about. I mean, uh, I was nine years old, and um, Patty Gallo had a white 64 Corvette, used to work for my dad at, um, at his gas station. Patty used to, you know, pumping gas and doing, you know, light mechanical work for him. And I would, I would look at that car when I'd go to the gas station after school or I'd, I would, um, you know, come down uh, on a Saturday and pump gas. You know, back then, you know, a kid could pump gas and check oil and, you know, you didn't have to. And, um, and um, I, I remember the, the time Patty let me sit in that car. Pat Gallo let me sit in the driver's seat of that car. And I sat down and I could hardly see over the steering wheel. But you know what I could see? I could see the round gauges. I could see... Uh, you know, the stick shift, and I moved it back and forth, and it was, um, I mean, it was magic, it was like you were sitting in a jet plane, it was, it was, it was, it was love at first sight, and the love affair has never ended, when I sat in this car for the first time, um, it was special, it, it, it brought all of that back, not only because, uh, the car is a Corvette, but if you're a Corvette enthusiast, you've been dreaming about this car since you were, I don't know, when, when did they start talking about 1967, 68? You picked up, uh, you know, um, um, Hot Rod, well, probably not Hot Rod, but Motor Trend or Popular Mechanics or, you know, one of those magazines that if you were a car kid, uh, you read in those days. If you were a car nut, you read in those days. And there it was, the um, the, the, the artist rendition of what the, the coming in 1968 mid-engine Mako Shark Corvette would look like. And it never came. And in the 70s, they had the XP, and there was the artist renditions, and it never came. And every time they changed the model of the car, you thought it was going to happen, and it didn't. And it didn't. And it didn't. Then, a few years ago, you started to hear rumbles. Maybe you heard it when Bob Lutz was running GM and he said, hey, maybe this guy, because he's doing all of this kind of cool stuff, is going to do this. And then somewhere, someplace, somehow, probably the same thing as when Henry Ford took the engineers and locked them up at, in Dearborn there at, the, at, his, at his estate and said, you know, build me, uh, 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 you know, the, the Model A. You know, build me, build me. This probably had the same thing. Build me a V8 engine. And, well, they probably did the same thing with this. Probably not. You know, who keep a secret these days like that? But I'm sitting in it. I lived long enough. And let me tell you, there was some doubt here somewhere. But I lived long enough to drive it, to see this car, to sit in it, and to appreciate America. It's so funny that I give it up today on election day because this car is the best of us. When, when all the cars were crappy in the 70s and the 80s, remember when the American auto industry was getting flushed down the toilet by the Japanese and the Germans and everybody else, the Corvette still had the quality. The Corvette... Maybe it dipped a little bit at certain times, but you could still buy a Corvette and expect that you would get quality. And now the American auto industry is back, and it's crown jewel. I'm sitting in it. I'm the luckiest guy in the world, folks. I get to drive these cars. I get to tell you about them. I get to evaluate them. I get to help people buy cars. I put them in cars, and, or I suggest cars for them. Uh, hook them up to do that, and and it's such an honor to be able to do that 
uh, for people because a car like this is happiness. A car like this can make you feel um, special. You feel special driving it. You talk to people, you make friends, people stop you. People want to look at it, they want to touch it, they want to feel it. They want to look at that engine behind the back window. They want to see what, because they know once they see the name, they know what it is. Uh, General Motors, Chevrolet, congratulations. You've done a spectacular job uh, with this car. Let's um, let's go take a quick ride. Come on. Yeah. I'm going to put you over here. I don't have my mask on. I stuck it in the back. So let's quickly take a, a little quick ride. Not fast or anything because we're on a city street and it's raining, but we're on a, uh, a street here that uh, I don't know if you saw it before, right by the uh, Puget Sound. Um, See, here's, here's, here's the thing about this car. The speed limit here is 20 miles an hour. This is a car that can go 190. And yet, you still feel special driving it down the street. It's easy to drive at 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 miles per hour. But the one beautiful thing that Chevrolet has done with this car is they've matched up an everyday car. A car that you could drive to um, the store. Uh, I wouldn't suggest Costco, to be honest with you, with this car. But, you know, you can go to the grocery store, you can throw a couple of bags in front, a couple of bags in the back, and you can, um, and, and it's comfortable. You're not, it's not, you don't have to climb over to get in. You don't have to um, uh, squeeze in. Now I do because I'm a big guy, but if I was a bit normal, no, more normal size, they're calling me to vote. You know how many times today I've gotten called to vote? By the Trumpers. That's the interesting thing, too. It's not just, um, you know, the Biden people, but the Trumpers have been calling me to vote, too. I guess my vote must really count. Look at this. I'll show you something here because this is where we live. This is the Edmonds Food Bank. My God, if anything, I hope that we can start to fix this. I really do. I hope that we can start to fix this problem and get people on their feet again and get people, get people back to work and get this, this pandemic under control and get, uh, and, and get things going again in this country. I pray every night that that happens. Uh, but again, this car, we're going to talk about the car, but not politics, okay, okay. Um, it is surprisingly easy to drive. Uh, uh, again, it's, it's not, you know, it's a small car, obviously, but... Even for a guy like me, there's lots of room. I don't feel squeezed in here at all. Plenty of headroom, even with the top on. Um, you know, and it's funny, it's a little different. You know, the Supra, you have to really kind of, because it has the, you know, the, um, the the roof that has the bubbles. And so you get the headroom here, but the side of the car, the you know, the rail, comes down low. And you really have to kind of duck down and get, you know, and, and scrunch down a little bit to get into it. All right, hang on a second, let's take a little ride. Tell me that that's not gonna get you going every morning, huh?
nice piece of road that goes through the middle of a, a hilly wooded area here in Edmonds, and it's um, it's a, a, a nice little um, place that's not too populated, so you can kind of hit it a little bit and uh, and enjoy it a little bit. Now we're back down to a lower speed limit, so we'll be going slower. But I, I wasn't doing this to show you the speed of the car. I was doing this to show you the comfort. And um, going through those S-turns back there, the one thing that really turns you on, or turns me on at least, is the weight balance in the car. The engine being in the back changes the whole dynamic of driving the car. It's totally different than anything you drive. And when you get up to speeds, you get onto uh, some curves, you get onto a track, onto a road course, uh, you really see the difference in how this car is constructed and how uh, the previous additions with the engine in the front carry the weight. Um, this is a fairly stock edition of this car. Uh, nothing really, uh, no Z06 or no Grand Sport or nothing like that. Uh, it's a well-appointed car. Uh, the um, it's, it, I believe I don't have the sticker in front of me, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say this is we're looking at about a seventy thousand dollar Corvette, which is you know about what you're gonna pay for a Silverado pickup truck these days. I think pound for pound, maybe pound for pound, the absolute best buy in American automotive. I don't think you could buy a car um, that that. Uh, this type of car, I mean, the closest thing you're going to be able to buy uh, like this is going to cost you a hundred at least. So, you know, you can actually buy this car and send that kid of yours to trade school for a year. And you'll be all right. This way he can go out and get his own Corvette instead of having to borrow yours all the time. Well, that's... um. That's about it. I, I, you know, uh, we'll, we will um, have a full review on this car. Probably this week, I'm thinking. And, um, and I think you got a lot of what I'm going to say about the car. Uh, it's really been a spectacular, spectacular week with this car. Um, you know, I, I, I drive a lot of different cars, and I report to you on a lot of different cars, and I'm lucky enough to be able to do this and to let you know, um, you know, again, uh, cars to buy, good things about cars, bad things about cars, uh, how they're suited for you, how they're not suited for you, uh, what you can expect out of a car. And, um, and uh, if, you know, you're thinking about um, a sports car, if you're thinking about a, a personal ride, um, uh, keep your eye on the Corvette. I think they're going to sell every one of these they can and then some. Um, I'm just, just uh, happy that I've gotten to drive it, and I'm glad that it's not a, you know, it's that it's a car that, again, that you can look at, that you can be proud of, that you can drive, and that you can enjoy what a car is supposed to be about for many of us. Not an appliance, not something that gets us just to school or to work or uh, to grandma's house or back, but something that takes on our personality, something that says a little bit about who we are, why we exist, and it's not milk toast. It's it's it it says to you um, that life is better than just cruising down the street on four wheels and the steering wheel. There's more out there, and you should check it out. Go ahead, go put mag wheels on your Toyota Corolla. That'll get you started. All right, I'm going to end this. Thank you so much for uh, for listening and for uh, going for a little quick ride with me. Uh, in the Toyota, I appreciate uh, the Toyota. <laughs> Holy moly! In the Corvette, uh, I appreciate it. And really, um, uh, and don't forget, listen to Drive Time. We're on Saturday morning at eight o'clock. We're on Facebook Live. 
We're on podcast on Apple and Stitcher and Podcast One and everybody else. And, of course, on uh, 1150 KKNW, on the air here in the beautiful city, the Emerald City of Seattle, Washington. As we go down Aurora Avenue, uh, let's leave you with, um, oh, I don't know. Let's see what we got here. The Hustle. How about that? That's our ride in the Corvette. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride around. Edmonds uh, with me as we took the car around through the uh, the backwoods a little bit, and hopefully you got a little uh, a little gist of what that car is like. It is a little noisy at times, but if you're driving a car like that, you're expecting it to be uh, uh, to hear the road. You hear the road, you feel the road. That's what the Corvette is all about. Uh, some breaking news uh, here this Saturday morning. The um, a result, I guess, and I haven't uh, kept a complete eye on it, but it appears that CNN and the AP are reporting that uh, Joseph R. Biden has been elected the uh, thirty, uh, excuse me, the forty-sixth president of the United States. So Joseph R. Biden, the numbers have gone over the two seventy-two. Uh, he needed to, to two hundred seventy. He needed to be elected uh, in the uh, electoral college. And so, according to the Associated Press and CNN, he is, uh, in fact, the next president of the United States. So uh, that is a fact, and uh, you heard it here first, if you listen to the show. Quick break, here we come back, uh, our cartoon of the week for you on our one-year anniversary show. I'm New York Vinny, this is Drive Time, here on 1150 KKNW. Buckle up for safety, buckle up. Buckle up for safety, always buckle up. Pull your seat belt snug, give an extra tug. Buckle up for safety, buckle up. Buckle up for safety, buckle up. Buckle up for safety, always buckle up. Show the world you care by the belt you wear. Buckle up for safety when you're driving. Buckle up, buckle up for safety, buckle up. The National Safety Council says seat belts can and do save lives every day. Buckle up for safety, everybody. Buckle up! Going against the grain has never been this much fun. Alternative Talk 1150. All right, back with you here on Drive Time on a Saturday morning, a Saturday morning that sees us uh, finalize, uh, or at least uh, reportedly finalize, uh, a presidential election. We can all breathe a sigh of relief now that uh, that week-long election night is over and get on with our business. And our business here is talking about cars here on Drive Time Radio. We thank you so much uh, for listening to our one-year anniversary show uh, one year ago today, we took to the airwaves here on KKNW uh, for this uh, one-hour weekly version of Drive Time, in addition to uh, some of the other stuff that we do. And we are glad you have been along for the ride and glad that you uh, come along with us. One of the things I love to do every week, uh, because I'm a music guy and I think that cause and music uh, go together so well. After all, why do they put radios in cars? As a matter of fact... In a future show, we're actually going to examine why they put radios in cars. Believe it or not, it's an interesting story. And we are uh, going to talk to a, an automotive radio historian who will talk to us about putting radios in cars and who did it first and a lot around that. So uh, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited to, uh, to do that. But one of my favorite segments of this show is the Saturday morning cartoon. And uh, that, of course, is our weekly song that we dig up that has to do with either driving, owning, operating, or, uh, you know, doing something with cars. And we go from, uh, I mean, obviously there's uh, Bruce Springsteen, who it was once said, uh, never just goes down to the 7-Eleven without writing a song about it. Uh, all the way up to, um, you know, Disney and the Carl Wiley Successful Cars movie uh, movies. Or Herbie the Love Bug, which we did uh, a couple of weeks ago. This week, 
we get a chance to uh, dig into the annals of country music. Because, believe it or not, there are a number of uh, cars, uh, of country music songs, about automobiles and about the automotive experience. So I thought that uh, in tribute to the, um, the Corvette and the one that we drove this week, the 2021 Corvette Stingray, that we would dig up one from many years ago that describes not only the experience of driving a Corvette, but how people admire or let you think they're admiring your car, but maybe they're admiring something else. His country legend, George Jones, here on uh, Drive Time Radio. There you go, country music legend George Jones with our cartoon, our Saturday morning cartoon, and that is uh, the Corvette song. Uh, talking about uh, driving a Corvette, and well, you know what? Uh, if you're driving a Corvette, usually uh, you're going to meet people of the opposite sex, whether you're a man or a woman, it doesn't matter. If you're driving one of those cars, you're going to meet a lot of people. I mean, that's part of the whole deal in driving a Corvette, is that you wind up uh, meeting a lot of people, meeting uh, uh, of, of all ilk and kind. Uh, and, you know, it's funny, it doesn't matter your political bent, it doesn't matter uh, who you are, what you are, how much money you have, there's something about that car that draws people over to it, and they ask you questions, and you start to talk to them, and uh, in George Jones' case, sometimes you might even lose your woman to him. Uh, the tortured life of George Jones, of course, if you've ever, uh, uh, if you've ever checked into George and his music, and his relationships, uh, a sad story to be sure, but boy, what a catalog of great uh, country music uh, that George Jones left us. And I would suggest any time that, uh, that you check out his, um, his spectacular um, the catalog of music. Uh, unfortunately, uh, George passed away back in uh, the early 2000s, I think maybe... Uh, Oh, boy, I want to almost say 2010, 2013, something like that. Somewhere in the early uh, 2010s, but uh, left a great uh, legacy of music, a lot of damage as well uh, with uh, his relationships. But, uh, you know, as country music goes, several comebacks and several uh, great records for us to listen to. The Corvette song among them. All right, coming up on... Uh, on 8.50 here on Drive Time Radio, we got a review coming up of the uh, Corvette here in just a second. So we will take a quick break, then we'll come back with the review and some final thoughts as we work our way through. But first, but first, ladies and gentlemen, it wouldn't be a radio show if we didn't ask Nathan the magical question. Nathan? Yo, Vinny, what are you driving this week? Oh, Nathan, you should have been here to see it when they took the Corvette away, pal. It, it wasn't pretty, Nathan. I, I could have used your help here. I don't think I would have wanted to be there. I think I would have had tears rolling down my eyes just seeing that car drive away and not able to be driven by me anymore. You ever see the movie Angels with Dirty Faces? No. It's a, it's a Jimmy Cagney, Humphrey Bogart movie from... The uh, from the 30s, and it uh, it has the uh, the basic premise is Jimmy Cagney's a gangster, Rocky Sullivan. He meets up with these kids, plays played by the Bowery Boys, the East Side Kids, and Rocky teaches him how to be bad, yada yada yada, and 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 he gets arrested again. He's going to jail, and Rocky's going to the electric chair. And as he goes to the electric chair, uh, the priest asks him, says, Rocky, please, please, for me, you know, act like a chicken. He says, I ain't yellow. I ain't acting like no chicken for these kids because he wants the kids to see that this is not the way you want to wind up. So Rocky's going down the hall and Quinn, and all of a sudden, as he gets closer to the electric chair, he sees the chair, and he starts going, no, 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 no. <laughs> screaming and he's hollering and he's and, and I mean it's bone chilling I'll tell you what it's so bone chilling that I promised to myself I would never commit a crime when I saw that because the last thing I ever wanted to do was go to the electric chair it didn't look like it was fun 
Um, that's how I was when they came to get the Corvette. It was like, no, 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 please, no. <sighs> so it wasn't easy. But in fine drive-time radio tradition, at least uh, the people at General Motors um, brought me down easily. You know, you can, uh, you can go cold turkey or you can be brought down easily. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so they brought me down easy. They left me a Cadillac CT4. So I'm thinking, Nathan, that this is um, this is not a bad way to be let down. No, I mean, it kind of gives you a little transition out of driving that, I would call it a supercar, the Corvette, and then getting back into what would be more like daily drivers. It's good a good luxury, way to segue. A little, yeah, a little luxury car. It's not like you're going from... The Corvette to a Toyota Yaris, which I which I have before, or going from the Corvette to I don't know, you know, something, you know, a Kia Sophia or something like that. Did he even make the Sophia? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so anyway, that's what I'm driving this week: the Cadillac CT4. Uh, so far, so good. I like the styling. Um, I like it's a it's a bit of a smaller car than I expected. Um, but it uh, it's supposed to, I guess, compete with uh, BMW and, uh, you know, cause of that ilk. We'll see if that is actually the case or not. It, it is uh, certainly, it handles nice. It rides nice. It is a luxury car, softer um, than I would have expected it to be, to be honest with you. But, uh, again, uh, you know, I, I, I needed, I didn't drive for a day after the Corvette because as a good wine drinker will tell you you have to cleanse your palate so i don't want to go from one to the other i want to cleanse my driving palate you know what i mean mm-hmm. and okay but my question is would you have been watching those videos you took of the corvette just reminiscing and reliving those moments or is that too much to handle no i've, I've been watching the videos because i got to put together a video and one of the great things is um with the corvette is, is uh, you know i was telling you before i don't know if you were listening to the uh to the story I was telling while I was driving, but uh, when I was nine years old, um, I sat in a Corvette and I was hooked for life. It was just, you know, uh, there was no going back once I sat in it. Um, I have never uh, let my daughter uh, drive one of my Corvettes because they've been stick shift and she doesn't drive stick. Uh, but this one was automatic, so I got a chance to go out to Golden Gardens, out to the parking lot, and we, we took her, I took her out there. She's 27, so, I mean, it's not like she's, you know, 11 years old or something like that. Uh, but I let her drive it. And it was funny because as she, as we, as, as she drove, she was all about not liking it. No, it's too small. It's this and that. And as she started to drive it, you could see that transformation coming over her face. Is that she said, wow. This is what this is about. And again, it wasn't that she was driving through the hills or anything, but it was just the feeling of watching, I think, a couple of cute guys looking at it, to be honest with you. Um, you know, but but the, just the feeling that you get when you drive this car. And she was all about that, and I was glad that I was able to, uh, to give that to her, to, to have her experience. It was one of those father-daughter, father-son uh, father-child moments, you know, where you enjoy something and you know that you've in some small shape, manner, or form, they don't have to be as rabid about it as you are, but you get a chance to pass that down uh, to your child. And it was, I guess it's, it's how people feel if um, you're into trains, you know, and your kid comes down to the basement one day and gets on your train controller and starts moving the trains around the track. It's probably a very similar uh, experience to that. All right, let's um, let's quickly uh, uh, talk about the Corvette, the 2021 Chevrolet Corvette, in our uh, drive time road test. The drive time radio road test. Every week, Vinny puts another car through its paces and lets you know the good, the bad, and the ugly. Well, kids, I've talked a lot about. The Corvette this morning. We've dedicated this whole one-year anniversary show, really, uh, to the Corvette. I want to give you a little bit more of an in-depth feel of what this car 
is like this mid-engined uh, 2021 Corvette. It is really when you uh, when you get down to it, maybe the best bang for the buck at uh, seventy thousand, just a little under seventy thousand uh, dollars that you will find out there when you can compare it to cars uh, like the Mercedes-Benz, uh, AMG GT, and some of the other uh, uh, cars that are out there. Perfectly weighted. Uh, the mid-engine gives the car perfect weight uh, to power balance, uh, quick zero to 60 in like three seconds, stable on the road, you put it into sport mode, you put it into track mode, and the car takes on, it has three distinct personalities. Uh, in the tour mode, which is the one that you're probably going to use the most, it is a well-behaved yet fast uh, vehicle. Uh, put it into track mode, and it becomes a beast. An absolute beast. I don't suggest that you do that on the city streets. Uh, the um, 6.2 liter V8, 490 horsepower, 465 pound-feet of torque, and um, uh, you know, with the exhaust and everything sits back there, you know, hardly can hear the engine. The road noise outweighs the engine uh, noise two to one. You hardly hear it at all. Automatic only in this rear-wheel drive vehicle. Uh, Push-button automatic, easy, intuitive. Uh, shifter paddles on the steering wheel uh, should you want to uh, shift it manually, but no manual transmission available. Uh, the magnetic ride control that this car had was uh, spectacular. It smoothed out the bumps. It tightened up in the curves to give you a perfect feel of the road, whether you were uh, going through some country roads or you were out on I-90 uh, out in uh, out, out near Idaho near Coeur Lane, uh, the car did everything that you asked it to, and gave you a confidence in this car uh, that was far beyond uh, what you feel in a normal car. You felt like you could do whatever you needed to do in this car with the suspension and the power options set up uh, the way uh, that they were. What I really liked is that it had a front axle lift system as well. So when you got to a bump in the road or a speed bump, you could hit a button on the dashboard, the front of the car lifted up and went exactly where you wanted to go. 15 miles per gallon in the city, 27 miles per gallon on the highway. Uh, it's not the best. It, it drinks gas, folks, but if you're buying a Corvette, you're not worrying. It's a thrilling driving experience that is yet comfortable when you use this car every day. Um, so uh, the uh, 2021 Corvette is a car that you can use not only to get your thrills on the weekend, but drive it back and forth to work every day with no problems. Uh, other versions are on the way uh, that will, um, I, I'm pretty sure by the time it's all over, uh, blow you away. Thank you so much to Nathan. Thank you to all of you for listening this past year. I promise better um, for the next year if the Lord's willing and the creek don't rise right here at 1150 KKNW.